Welcome to the YouTube Creators Hub podcast, where we help you conquer the internet one video at a time. We cover everything from how to start a YouTube channel to how to make a video go viral. And now, here's your host, the one and only Dusty Porter. Hello and welcome back to episode 89 of the YouTube Creators Hub podcast. My name is Dusty Porter, the host of this wonderful show that I get to do each and every Wednesday. Running a little behind today as I'm recording this, it is about lunchtime on Wednesday. I have had this interview recorded now for a little over a week and I'm so excited for you guys to hear this conversation. Um, It is with one of my, um, I guess you would say, one of my favorite creators on the internet right now. And that's Craig Adams from, uh, you know, used to be Wedding Film School. He now does his Craig Adams vlogging channel uh, with travel and all of that fun stuff. Again, you'll hear all of that in the conversation. I do want to take time to say thank you to all of you who are going over and leaving a review over on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. Wherever you leave your review, I will give you a shout out on next week's episode. Uh, Whether the review is positive or negative, I always want to see what I can do to improve the show. Speaking of the show, we are brought to you today by the fine folks folks over at TubeBuddy, T-U-B-E-B-U-D-D-Y. I had a young lady, I wrote this down here on my Evernote page, Uh, her name was Crystal. She started a YouTube channel a little over three months ago. She started consuming, in her words, she started to devour uh, my older episodes of this podcast, and she heard about TubeBuddy, she tried it out, and then ended up purchasing a license for TubeBuddy, um, and she wrote me this email. She says, Dusty, I just want to let you know, thank you so much for introducing me to the tool that is TubeBuddy. She says, it has helped me take my YouTube channel from 21 subscribers all the way up now, a few months later, to 3,200 subscribers with almost 20,000 video views. She says, I know this is not much in terms of the larger YouTubers, but for me, this was a great boost of confidence and TubeBuddy was the one trick pony that you said that it was. Crystal, thank you so much for that email. I love hearing things like that, emails like that. So guys, click the link in the show notes. Let me know uh, if you've tried out TubeBuddy. I'll give you a shout out on next week's episode or the episode that you tell me or send me that email. Thank you guys again for making this show what it is. It consistently ranks in the top 100 podcast in the management and marketing category on iTunes. That is very hard to do. We get thousands of downloads per day. Again, as I mentioned last episode, we are about eight to 9,000 downloads away now from the 1 million download market. Mark, which for a podcaster, that is humongous. So thank you guys so much for putting us up in that echelon. And guys, without any more further ado from me, let's go ahead and jump into this week's conversation. Hello and welcome back to this week's conversation. I am so excited today, uh, not only to be joined by just any other YouTuber, I've uh, been a fan of this specific guest uh, channel and content for a long time now. I'm joined today by Craig Adams, who is a minimalist and filmmaker living in New York City. He is the creator of Wedding Film School, the largest YouTube channel for teaching people how to shoot, edit, and sell wedding films. He more recently started vlogging and sharing his growth as an influencer on his Craig Adams YouTube channel. Craig, how are you doing today? Hey, Dusty. Happy to be on. And I'm excited to talk to young YouTubers because I remember what that was like. I remember. That was me years ago. (laughs) I'm happy to help. Years ago. 
<laughs> that's awesome. Well, that's what we're going to do today. We're going to dive into a whole bunch of YouTube goodness. Um, I know you more prominently from your stuff that you did over at the Wedding Film School YouTube channel. Again, as I mentioned there at the top, uh, the largest YouTube community for helping people to, you know, who are wanting to get started in the wedding videography business. So I don't want to ask you in particularly about that specific channel. I want to ask you this, Craig, what started it all for you? What made you decide to get on this online video platform that we all know as YouTube? What was the, uh, the birth of Craig Adams as a creator? Well, I've been making videos since forever, you know, in high school, we, we were all making those dumb videos and it wasn't until, you know, thinking about college that I went full time with filmmaking in general and YouTube was just a thing. I remember looking at the famous YouTubers and just not taking it very seriously, but thinking, Hmm, it would be cool to be one of those people. But it wasn't until wedding film school that I just fell into success. You know, I finally found a niche that I was happy to share and talk about and people connected. And, you know, I built wedding film school just because I didn't see anything like it on YouTube. But before that, I had channels talking about what life at college was like and just random things. So, you know, there were many channels before Wedding Film School, but that was the first time that I took YouTube as a platform seriously, I guess. Sure. And, and that was kind of going to be my, my follow up question with your initial channel, Wedding Film School. You know, a lot of creators tell me they're like, well, Dusty, you know, I, I just I saw that there was a need there and no one was doing it well. I mean, was that kind of your thought process of I already shoot wedding films and people are always asking me how to do this, how to do that? Is that kind of how that ki kind of came about with that specific channel? Of course, that's a key ingredient for success these days. Um, do you just fill a need or solve a solution that just isn't out there? Uh, I was young. And I was being taught by older filmmakers for weddings and going to conferences and doing all of that. But it was just very standard, like, look, go attend this conference, uh, do this, read this pamphlet, whatever. Um, no one was really teaching the new audience of online creators, like how to shoot weddings. So I kind of took this new niche of I will learn how to shoot a wedding with YouTube <laughs> and then uh, went from that. So I was I was surprised when we got 10,000 subs. I didn't think that there were 10,000 wedding filmmakers in the U.S., let alone the world. But now we're up to like 80,000. And I'm I'm just waiting for the day that it stops. I'll be like, wow, OK, I found all of the wedding filmmakers in the world. I didn't think there were this many, but it keeps surprising me. They keep coming. You know, the beauty of the content like what you create and what I create, which is very tutorial-based and how-to-based, is that our content is very evergreen. And even now that you're, you know, taking kind of a step back from the Wedding Film School channel, you know, for years to come, possibly decades to come, your content will still be relevant. How does that make you feel that future filmmakers who don't even know they're in the going to be in that industry yet could possibly get value from the content you created years it ago? It feels like royalties. And once I start of monetizing the videos it it's great when the money just keeps coming in but let me tell you it's a little embarrassing because <laughs> i had no idea what i was doing two three years ago a lot of that stuff is wrong and the thing about being an authority on youtube is that anyone can upload so as long as i have something to share you know that i'm an i'm an authority you, you know people are listening and doing what i'm saying and i'll be honest there were a couple videos that i had to un 
<laughs> I had to private uh, just because they were completely wrong and steering them in the wrong direction. So evergreen, yes, uh, but the ability to re-upload updated videos is fantastic as well. Well, that's what good creators do, right? The, the the ones who are not just looking for a paycheck, the ones who actually want to continue building their community. Two quick things on that. I had a, a video that I did over four and a half years ago, a tutorial showing people how to use the basic uh, YouTube video editor for people who didn't have video editors, you know, the thing that was under the create tab within YouTube. Mm-hmm. And the, 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 the video just blew up. I mean, it had 800 and something thousand views. People were commenting on it daily. It was making some pretty good money on that video. And and about, I don't know, a month ago, YouTube decides to pull that feature. So now I'm getting comments and angry hate mail from people saying, why would you show me something that's not mm. even available? So being able to go back and up, update and upload new videos that continues to provide value to your people or your community, your target audience is extremely crucial. Now, let's talk about the, the I guess you would say, that the transformation of Wedding Film School. When you started, you know, you were younger. Like you said, you're like a lot of us, you didn't really know kind of what you were doing. You were learning as you went. What has kind of been that transformation from, you know, new uh, green YouTuber to now more of the polished uh, veteran, I guess you would say, on, on your YouTube channel? What changes have you made with your channel that you've seen that have made the biggest impact? I've learned how to optimize videos. And, you know, with time, you start to realize the differences between successful videos and and, and, you know, the little things, title, thumbnail, how, how you share um, that content on other social media platforms. And then what's the reason for the video? Like, are you selling a service, a product? Are you, you know, what's, what's the reason? So I've slowed down a lot, both with the vlogging channel and Wedding Film School. Uh, uploads are just very very focused. There's a reason for it. You know, uh, I I've learned that the behind the scenes of wedding films where I, I have a filmmaker just follow me around on the wedding day and then just upload like a 20, 30 minute long video. Uh, those are my most viewed both for watch and views. So you start to realize what people want. I'm doing way less live stuff. (laughs) I used to do live streams like every week and, uh, I used to do Q and A's, from those live streams and then re-upload them and they were just not getting any views you know you just you start to learn what your audience wants and i there's just so much that i've learned over the past couple of years and like you said you just kind of fall into it not knowing what you're doing at first but now it's a business and now um, um, everything's intentional it really is about valuing your time as a creator, like what what is worth your time? Like we when you upload videos, like you said, with the behind the scenes stuff, and you realize they're doing well, then you're obviously going to be able to invest more time and more money into those videos because you know that is 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 the the thing that's going to work for your channel. Now let's talk briefly before we transition into talking about money stuff and things like that. You're now doing some more, some other stuff, different stuff over on your Craig Adams YouTube channel. So more of a vlog style YouTube channel. Now you talk uh, in a lot of those videos about, you know, being minimalist. Uh, you, you, you have a lot of videos with your girlfriend recently. You have a lot of different things that, that you're doing there in your vlog channel. Actually, as a podcaster, I saw that you just recently uh, released your first uh, podcast episode, which is awesome uh, as a audience creator. I love that. I think podcasts are the way, way of the future. Uh, so congratulations on Thank that. You. <laughs> so talk briefly about that. Like what's the difference in doing 
a tutorial slash how-to channel and then now moving over to more of a vlog style channel because not many creators can can be that diverse to be able to do both of those and do them well. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the boring thing about being a creator is sitting down and writing out all of your social medias and just figuring out brands. And a lot of it has to do with minimalism as well for me. Like I just, I, I was looking through your channel and you do have a bunch of guru brands branching off of your technology one. And it's, it's fascinating to see how people do that because some creators just have their name and then attach everything to it because them as a creator is the thing tying, whether it's video, photo, articles, podcast together. But then some, some creators really built out individual brands for things. And I, I used to have a lot more um, but then I've, I've broken it down into just wedding film school and Craig Adams. And I just wanted to have a personal channel that could be anything because there's a point at which the wedding film school audience is just so segmented. It would be weird if I uploaded a vlog of me moving into my new apartment on a wedding film school channel. So obviously I wanted a more br uh, broad, uh, general audience channel and I'm still figuring out what it is. I feel like Wedding Film School is pretty solidified. I know exactly what brands to uh, or what products to rep and what exactly videos are going to do well for who those people are. But still trying to figure out what what, uh, what Craig Adams channel is about. Um, yeah, because I don't want to just copy other things or just upload random videos. So we'll see. I think the next year is going to be really exciting for the Craig Adams channel. Because within a year and change, we've gone from zero to 40,000. 40, so I think those people are ready to like figure out what why they're there, <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, I, I love that. And I'm I, that's why I kind of ask you that question is that, you know, if I could be honest to my audience and to you, you know, I, I really am in the process right now of the very beginning stages of, of rebranding my channel. You know, it, it it went from the early stages of uploading a video for a friend on how to do something with, with a specific piece of software because I, I was very proficient with uh, InDesign and Photoshop and, and I just uploaded a random video and thought, oh, technology guru, that sounds good. But now that the channel has almost 200,000 subscribers, I've got people emailing me, messaging me on a daily basis now from different, you know, companies wanting me to do videos for their their products or their services honestly craig i wish i would have done what you're doing and, and and branded it as my name as dusty porter or as something a little uh, less uh, i guess you would say generic um you know and people think <laughs> names don't matter but names really do matter uh, the word guru g-u-r-u which is the last kind of portion of my youtube channel name actually means something different in india um, so a lot of, funnily enough, a lot of times I get people from India messaging me on Facebook, asking me stuff that I have no idea what, <laughs> what they're talking about. So again, people definitely take note in how you name and brand your channel. And this is going to be something that I'm going to do in the future is to rebrand my channel and to kind of take it to another level. I'm working with a designer to do that now. So let's talk now. Craig, you know, you, you've you, you've kind of taken a step back from the wedding film school stuff. You're still doing it, just not near as much as what you, you were doing. But again, the wedding film business, as I mentioned to you, I kind of dabble in it as a hobby on the side, but it can be very lucrative. You can make some really good money if you're involved in the right areas and the right locations and, and, and you really do a, a decent and a really good job for your clients. So now that you're taking a step away from that, 
I know you're 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 doing well in other areas. So how are you monetizing your content? Now we've talked about the you know the AdSense revenue that you may make from evergreen content over on Wedding Film School. So we can talk about that briefly. But what ways now are, is your YouTube channel turned from more of a hobby to now more of a business? Because you've talked about the purpose for your videos. So now let's talk about how you're monetizing your content. Well, of course, I I think the hands off. Uh, method of monetizing content like AdSense will give you the least amount of money, but there's really nothing you have to do. And like a spectrum, it just works up from there. Uh, I think if you have a affiliate product uh, that you can satisfy, you know, for your audience, I think that's the next step. It's very easy just to become an affiliate with Amazon and then make links to products and tools that can be used by your audience, or even just sharing the ones that you're using to make your content, whether that's a camera, a, a computer, a microphone, et cetera. I think the next step from there is to build your own, well, I, I, like sponsors, uh, products and services that you use or represent something that would be useful to your clients. And then the next step would be to have your own business, to have a product to sell that you're, uh, pulling in most of the percentage from. I have found a lot of success early on with uh, Amazon. So I've been doing that for about two years. And just the niche of wedding filmmakers, damn, you must know, we spend a lot of money on gear. And some that we probably shouldn't, Craig, right? To to much chagrin of my wife. Yes, yes. It's a lot of money compared to others. So I was fortunate in that sense to to have that audience. And it's kind of the secret bad thing about my channel that I make most of my money peddling gear to wedding filmmakers. But at the same time, my main focus is to tell people that the gear doesn't matter as much. (laughs) You know, it's, you're not going to have a better wedding film just because you have a better camera. There's so much more to it. And if you're going short term and it's just surface substance, like I need good gear to make a good wedding film, you know, that's that's not going to be good in the long term. So it, it's sad. I make money doing what I don't want people to do, but <laughs> it, it's, it is what it is really, right? Yeah, absolutely. No, as, as a, a wedding a filmmaker, it's one of those things to where it's like every time you go to a wedding, you, you, you leave that wedding thinking, oh man, if I just had this. Or, you know, I, yeah. I, I, I just had one more of these lapel microphones. So for you, though, for your YouTube channel, I'm sure you've made some money for me over the past year or so um, as, as I have been uh, in the business. But something I find interesting about your channel is you're utilizing a platform called Kit, K-I-T. Um, let, let's talk about that for a moment. Um, for my audience who knows nothing about what Kit is, is maybe explain it. I know me personally, I'm, I'm working with them to kind of set up my own own kit profile page and all of that good stuff. But it seems to me you're, you're one of their featured creators. How did that partnership start up? And, and, and what can you say about the benefits of having a kit profile and, and being a part of their initial push towards the YouTube crowd? Yeah, everyone is just at the mercy of this new app landscape. There are so many apps out there doing the same thing in different ways. And every day there's a new app. Uh, you have to take a risk if you if you really embrace a new app and uh, go with it. It's kind of like investing in most things, taking a risk. But I was approached by uh, Grant, 
uh, over at Kit at the YouTube space at a just a you know a meet and greet, drink and and chat thing here in New York City. Uh, and he was a representative of Kit at there looking for YouTube creators. And this was this was two years ago. It was a long time ago. And he was telling me about Kit. He pitched it, and I was like, oh okay, I'll check that out. But as soon as I I uh, I checked it out, I was I was I was like, okay, okay. And they actually invited me to their office to kind of pitch it even more. And it was at that meeting uh, that I realized how much I could use Kit because we we've all seen the Peter Hurleys, the Philip Blooms. You know, they all have uh, their own website. And they all have the gear that they recommend. And they would have to build out the links. They would have to attach the affiliate to that. But Kit was a way that you could do that all on a social media platform. Instead of just your own website, it was putting it more into the public eye a bit. And the thing I loved about it for YouTube is that descriptions are killer for conversion. If you make a video about something, you better have the link to that thing that you talked about in the description because people are going to complain until you actually put it there. Uh, but if you can make 4 to 8% off of those links, that's better. But the thing with YouTube is that you'd have to keep updating those descriptions if you change the links or the info at all. But with Kit, you just have a single profile and update the the what the gear, like the best wedding filmmaking gear kit or the best YouTubing gear, gear kit. Uh, so you just put that single link in your YouTube descriptions and it just goes. You know, People start to realize that your kit profile is a great place to go for any gear that you recommend. So uh, in that sense, I've had a huge boost in Amazon affiliate sales. Um, I've kind of worked with Kit on their new features, what works, what doesn't. Um, so I've met with them dozens of times since then. And it's been a really good relationship to jump on a platform like Kit so early and to just be the perfect user for them to not only use it well, but to get the message out. So I'm happy to you know rep Kit. Absolutely. Yeah. And this show isn't brought to you by Kit today. Uh, as you, you guys know, I um, my, my partner It's very similar to kind of how I, I kind of partnered up with TubeBuddy and Phil and those guys over there at, at that company. It's you can't we kind of we both took a risk. You know, they took a risk with me. I took a risk with them. And next thing you know, it's we're, we're rolling downhill and, and both of the, the sides are getting very much benefits from it. And so I just I, I, I think that the Kit business model or the Kit structure of having featured creators and uh, being able to, to see what they use is just amazing amazing and it's it's great for youtubers as well um i'm i'm trying to actually get in touch with them uh, as well and, and trying to figure out if there's something i could do possibly uh, as a podcaster as you know kind of giving uh, people who are potential podcasters the the ability to look at my kit uh you know as a podcaster and voice actor and kind of see kind of how that goes so uh, again think that's a great way to monetize now so you're monetizing a lot with obviously the the AdSense program as well as Amazon affiliates. What other ways, uh, Craig, have you found to make money from your content? Like I, I had Roberto Blake on, who's a great friend of the show, great friend of TubeBuddy, a phenomenal educator in the YouTube space, and he said something that was very, uh, I guess you, I don't know how to really say it, but it was, it was very eye opening to me. In that he says when he uploads a video, he he sees it and thinks of it as a, an actual business card. Every video is a business card for what he does. So what other ways are you using your business cards or your YouTube videos to make money or bring you in, in bring you income? Yeah, the last year has been trying to figure out what a Craig Adams product would look like. Um, 
you see a lot of YouTube creators making merch and stuff like that. I don't think I'm ready for that. I don't think it's it's there yet. I don't think I have as many inside jokes or a cult following enough to do that. Um, one of my friends, uh, Matt Workman, uh, Cinematography Database, is a, a DP who built like his own program that helps out DPs. So like I was saying, it's perfect if you have your own product. And for a while, I thought that that was going to be one-on-one -on -one workshops or uh, just workshops that I would sell tickets to in different cities as I travel just to teach people wedding films because I'm in the business of education. That's it. You know, I don't really have any physical products. So um, I've tried to figure that out. <laughs> do I do I want like a, a custom uh, camera gimbal with my name on it or wedding film school or like a, the Philip Bloom signature dolly? Like I wasn't sure. I was trying to figure that out. So I don't I don't think I have a physical product yet. I'm working there. Um, but as far as other affiliate, I've, I've slowly built relationships with brands, uh, brands that I use and I like, um, I would never rep something that I don't personally like or use. So for weddings, you know, it's, it's, it's these big, like five questions. How do you color, uh, your films? How do you get music? Uh, how do you deliver films to clients? Uh, what gear do you use and what editor do you, you know, it's just these simple questions that I get ans asked over and over and over again. So I've, I've kind of boiled it down to the four or five brands, products, services that I totally recommend for these. Um, and I've built great affiliate programs with them. Sure. And I know that I recently signed up for the media Zilla for, oh, uh, yeah. for wedding films and all of that. It's and and man, it, it is such an eye opener for someone who does videography and someone who not only do I do weddings, but I also do events as well. And we just got done doing a camp a couple of weeks ago and being able to have all of that up there for people to go and to download. Um, and so I'm sure I, I know I used your affiliate. I heard about it from your YouTube channel and I was like, you know what? This is great. We just need to go ahead and bite the bullet and do that. It really is about answering those questions right like that that like the way you just put it is probably the best way i've heard it put so far in that you know with with my youtube channel it was you know oh well what tool do you use for youtube or what audio software do you use or what screencasting software do you use for your tutorials so i partnered up with the guys over at telestream and, and screenflow and then obviously TubeBuddy. so you've got to answer those questions and then try to partner with companies and, and, and craig i want to ask you this th throw this question your way how important is it that when you partner with a company on your YouTube channel that it's actually a company or a product or a service that you actually use yourself? How important is that? Oh, the audience can smell it a mile away. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I have, I've got, gotten greedy once or twice with Wed Film School and uh, did some kind of commercial, et cetera, whatever, promotion for a company that I don't believe in. And they turn on it quickly because they can just tell your heart isn't in it. They've never seen it before. This, what is this mysterious thing you're talking about now, Craig? Downvote. Boo, boo. <laughs> oh, man. It's funny, though. Mm. It is, and it's 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 just not only can they smell it, but they can just sense it. Once they use the product, they're like, "No, Craig wouldn't use this," you know, or you know, Dusty wouldn't use this in doing what he does, you know, because they're they're your biggest fans, right? The people who are going to use these links and, and and help you make money from these affiliates, these are the people who you're trying to reach and to keep into your community. Let me ask you this, uh, Craig. This next question, I love this question. What is something that you wish someone would have told you when you first started out on YouTube? 
it just all comes down it it all comes down to originality you know we we all we all get into something because we see someone else doing it and we think it's cool so obviously we want to imitate that whether that's the Casey Neistat vloggers who are all flooding YouTube making vlogs and and riding booster boards and doing that or I I would have told myself to slow down you know there there's different ways to success you could copy and emulate and and do what's already been successful but that's that's pretty safe that's it's not really taking a risk and you will find success slowly but any success will always be attributed to those you're copying so it just elevates them you know that's kind of the pyramid ecosystem of copying other artists but when you're a true outlier it takes some heart it takes some long-term thinking and, and planning and that's where the true success is to me you know i don't want to just copy and, and do what's already been done uh i would rather get the crazy growth the the something that people share organically um you know it all comes down to just knowing what you want from the beginning short term versus long term sure and and youtube is noisy right like it's it's such a noisy platform there's so much going on on youtube so much being uploaded every single minute of the day that you really do have to have a, a sense of uniqueness about yourself about your channel if you're going to want to to stand out so uh absolutely no that's that's a really good piece of advice now uh coming from two people uh like myself and yourself craig who love gear love tech love new things like this uh, I, I don't ask this question every week but i want to ask it to you um, are there any YouTube tools uh, that you could recommend to my audience that you just could not live without, whether that be software, hardware, a service, whatever it may be? Uh, what is your go-to uh, you know, stuff that you use to help you with your YouTube workflow? Yeah, we already talked about Kit. That would have been what I, I would have talked about. But um, I would say tracking links is something that I'm pretty passionate about. Uh, I'm a big fan of Genius Link. Uh, which is a link shortening service, but more so, I'm sure everyone's heard of Bitly or just Google can shorten links. Uh, it's pretty standard. What Genius Link does is allows me to um, place pixels on anyone who clicks uh, my link. So up to this point, I've been using them for since January. I've got half a million uh, links tracked, and uh, I've got pixels attached to that. So if I'm if I run uh, a campaign in Facebook, I can just target that audience or make a lookalike audience based on whoever clicked my links. So these are people who are clicking on the gear pages, uh, my kit, you know, just clicking on anything that I make with these, these genius links. So that's the next phase of wedding film school. Cause I've organically through SEO, et cetera, whatever, um, gained this audience. Now I'm going to start using Facebook to market, uh, to people who are similar. Um, and I think I can actually make my ad send ad spend work for me and really, really start to scale with paid marketing through, uh, Facebook. Cause a lot of people do the, the boosted posts. They do like these random, like <laughs> 25 through 30 in this area, uh, pixels. It's going to be great audience. 
so let's talk about that for a minute. For those people who are like pixels, what is he talking about? Like <laughs> dive, dive. I mean, I know what a pixel is obviously from doing uh, working with Shopify and doing some stuff with them, uh, with some some advertisement stuff over on Facebook. But maybe give a a, a, a novice's explanation real quick of, of what you mean by pixels and why you think it's important as a creator. Yeah, uh, anyone can make a marketing campaign on Facebook to promote whatever. Uh, but you kind of start with the world, everyone who uses Facebook. And the more that you can narrow that down to the exact type of person that you want to click on your link, um, the more the money that you spend on that marketing campaign, it's just going to make sense. You know, you're going to get a, a larger return on the amount that you're spending. So if I spent a dollar to put this thing in front of someone to click to use my service or whatever, and I made $2, uh, every time I spent a dollar on marketing, that's a bad that's a bad return rate. But still, like it's more than I'm spending. So why would I not spend ten thousand dollars on marketing to get <laughs> you know that growth, et cetera, whatever? So it's it's an exciting thing when I can market exactly who my audience is past public videos and posts, et cetera. So I'm sure. I'm excited. And a lot of. A- a lot of what you could do, Craig, and, and just explaining it a little bit, a little bit kind of more in, in depth is, you know, putting some of your wedding film school videos on Facebook and target people who, you know, have clicked on links that are making them out to be wedding filmmakers. Yes, correct. Yes. Yep. So, yeah. So that's that. That's the benefit of that. And and that, again, th- this is getting into the weeds a little bit. But I love this stuff. I love talking about this stuff. It's so important as as creators that we're always willing to pivot. We're always always willing to innovate and do things differently and try to continue to push our brand and our channels further. Now, one of the last questions I want to ask you, Craig, is this. Um, where do you see yourself as a YouTuber in the future? Uh, you know, possibly short term, long term. W- what are you wanting to do? Like, what's your what's your long term goals? Ooh, a lot of people ask me this, but I I'm just so short term in the present. Uh, we could have talked about minimalism more, but I I am such a minimalist because I love the freedom of pivoting at any second. The next day, I could move somewhere new and do something new. Uh, you know, I'm very fortunate to not have a nine to five. I've never had a nine to five. Um, and the beauty of YouTube and Instagram and Facebook, et cetera, whatever, is that you can do it anywhere. So whatever my interest is, I'm going to follow it in five years. I, I'm going to be sharing content and just sharing what I'm doing, but who knows what platform is going to be. I've kind of stopped calling myself a YouTuber because let's be honest, you know, YouTube is facing some problems right now. And, you know, gone are the days of just something existing forever. Uh, RIP Vine. Um, you know, so I, I, I'm a filmmaker who, who's uh, just going to keep sharing what I'm up to. And um, yeah, hopefully I have a dog in five years. <laughs> dog content. <laughs> nice. So, so what, what, kind of, what kind of dog are we talking? Maybe a mini. Who knows? If I'm in the city, a mini. If I'm in the countryside, I want a big Australian <laughs> shepherd. Oh, that's awesome. I got a big golden European golden retriever sitting yes. here behind me. So <laughs> that's his or her name. Oh man. Uh, her name is Dolly. So uh so yeah, we we we're southerners, so you know, Dolly Parton, you know, my wife likes Dolly. In, anyways, I'm not gonna go into that, okay? <laughs> I digress. Um but yeah, what a great conversation. Uh hopefully I can have you on at, at a later date and we can talk more about the the minimal minimalism and just kind of just 
Isn't it great to know, though, Craig, like the freedom that we have as creators to just like, you know, I don't have a nine to five either. I haven't had one in probably three or four years. And my wife comes home and she's like, well, what'd you do today? And then I just go off and I start telling her all these things that I did today. And she's like, you did all of that today? And I was like, well, yeah. Boom. She's like, well, well, she's like, are you going to do that next Tuesday? I'm like, no, next Tuesday is going to be completely different. And that's what I that's why I love what we get to do. Um, yes. And so it's it, it, it's a beautiful thing. Now, uh, I know uh, you've got some good stuff happening over at your Instagram uh, slash Craig Adams. It's K-R-A-I-G-A-D-A-M-S. I will have that link as well as your vlogging channel and your wedding film school channel in the show notes. Where would you like my audience to get in touch with you? What's the best way to get in touch with you online? Yeah, Instagram is very low friction. Um, I used to tell people to go to my YouTube channel, but you know, some people just don't watch YouTube videos. But I feel like more people use Instagram. It's a quick swipe in ten seconds. You can know what I'm up to, uh, versus sitting down and watching an hour of vlogs. So I like Instagram. It's good. Yep, I love it as well. I'm I I I, I don't know. I'm just I guess I'm I'm just I love YouTube so much. I, I love watching the I love watching your vlogs. The the one you posted recently. I'll post a link to it. Uh, I always post a, a one video from a creator that I have on the show, but uh, I, I got done watching, I'm a runner myself, and I watched the video you did about your brother and your brother, brother-in-law, and I thought to myself, God, if I had to run 100 miles, I would just die, um, and uh, yeah. I thought that was fantastic. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't recommend it. No. It's not good. No. It, it, doesn't, not good. it doesn't look like it's good for your body either, so. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. That's awesome. Yeah, but thank, thank you so much for uh, having me. It's yeah. a, a real honor for you to take the time sure. out to uh, bring me on the show and, and chat. Sure. It's always, it always it always puts me in a good mood to have a, a great conversation like this. You know, I, I feel like I'm ready to get to work. Me too. Right? Me too. I'm ready to go and, and, and dive into it. No, I'm with you. It gets me motivated. It gets me amped up. I'm an animated person as it is. So, uh, it, uh, it definitely fuels my fire. So Craig, thank you. And, and next time you're, you're in New York city, hit me up. We'll, hey. we'll do some hipster things in Brooklyn, take it. some selfies and I love word. it. Let's do it. All right, man. Well, Hey, listen, thank you so much for coming on the show and I'll talk to you later. Thanks, man. You've been listening to the YouTube Creators Podcast. We want to thank you and invite you to subscribe to the show, as well as support us on Patreon for great perks, such as having your YouTube channel featured on the show and a link on our website. Until next time, keep uploading those videos.